This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins wrapped up an eight-game homestand with their last of three against the Philadelphia Phillies. Looking to salvage a game in that three-game set against the Phils. Pablo Lopez took them out for Miami. He went opposite of the veteran right-hander Noah Syndergaard. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, the Marlins flex their muscles a little bit tonight. A couple of big home runs, and they beat the Phillies 5-3 to salvage the final game of this three-game series. The final game of the 19-game season series between these two National League East Division rivals. Marlins finish 7-12 against the Phillies with a 5-3 victory tonight. Miami goes 4-6 at home and 3-6 in Philadelphia this season. Pablo Lopez started against Noah Syndergaard in this ball game, and in the top of the third, the Phillies threatened to strike first. Brandon Marsh led the inning off against Pablo with a triple, but Pablo came back. He got Matt Veerling to pop to short. Then he struck out Edmundo Sosa, had a chance to strand that leadoff triple if he could get the league's leading home run hitter, Kyle Schwarber. 2-0 pitch is in the air. Shallow left center. Out goes Rojas. He calls. Miggy catches, and Pablo works around the leadoff triple. Nicely done. Veerling a pop-up to shortstop. Sosa a strikeout, and Schwarber pops to short. Marsh left at third base. We've played two and a half. Still scoreless. The Marlins. In the bottom of the third, we weren't scoreless for long. Leading off, batting for the seventh time as a big leaguer in his third game, Jordan Groshans. And 3-1 Groshans gets a hold of one. Deep down the left field line toward the foul pole. It is out of here. A home run. Jordan Groshans is first in the big leagues, and it's 1-0 Marlins. That is awesome. He's smiling ear to ear after that homer. Brothers running up and down the concourse. That's awesome. What a swing. Was just barely able to keep that ball fair, and he got it out of here. A swing he'll never so, forget. Groshans three hits last night. His first big league home run tonight. And the Marlins took a 1-0 lead into the fourth inning. In the bottom of the fourth, they had extend that advantage against Noah Syndergaard. Garrett Cooper leadoff double with one out. J.J. Bleday walked. And with two outs, Marlins had two aboard for Brian De La Cruz. It empties the air out. Three two runners go. De La Cruz drives one. Way back. Left center. Auto Nation Alley. Goodbye. A three-run homer for Brian De La Cruz. And the Marlins go up 4-0. And Pablo was rolling along pretty good through five innings with a 4-0 lead on 70 pitches. He got the first out in the sixth. Edmundo Sosa grounding to third. But then, with one out nobody on, he faced Kyle Schwarber. Many donuts time with homemade frozen custard. There's a ball crushed to right field. Off the bat of Kyle Schwarber. And Schwarber has hit it out. For Schwarber, his 38th of the year, most in the National League. He matches his career high set with the Cubs back in 2019. And the Phillies are finally on the scoreboard against Pablo. It's 4-1 now in the sixth. 
Well, Pablo would strike out Gene Segura, and he'd get Bryce Harper to ground out, ending the sixth inning. But the Phils had a run back, and it was 4-1. to one. Then in the seventh, Lopez got the first two outs. Real Muto, ground ball to third. Alec Baum, a fly ball to left. But when Bryson Stott doubled, Don Mattingly decided to make a move to the bullpen. Pablo pulled after 95 pitches, 63 strikes, and six and two-thirds innings. He left Stott at second base, two outs in the seventh. The lefty reliever, Stephen Oker, came on to face the lefty hitter, Brandon Marsh. Stott at second, two down, 3-2 again to Marsh. That's in the air. Center field on the run. Blade can't reach it. Hits on the track, bounces up against the wall. Stott's in to score. Marsh has a double. It's his third hit of the night. He's got a single, a double, and a triple. And the Phillies are within 4-2. to two. They got the tying man to the plate with two outs in the seventh inning, but Oker induced a fly ball to center off the bat of Matt Veerling, and we would go to the eighth. Miami up by a couple. Tanner Scott came on for the eighth inning, and it didn't start well. Nick Maton, a single to center. Kyle Schwarber then worked a walk. So down by a couple. The Phillies are the tying man on. Nobody out in the eighth for Gene Segura. On one, two, ground ball to short. Miguel Rojas has it. LeBlanc one back to first. Got him! On a bang, bang play. Six, four, three. Two down in the eighth. But the Phillies weren't done. They had Maton at third. Tying man at the plate. Two outs for the reigning MVP, Bryce Harper. Payoff pitch. Scott to Harper. Got him swinging. He struck him out at 97. And Tanner Scott escapes. A single and a walk to begin the inning. Segura a double play ball and Harper a strikeout. In the bottom of the eighth, Marlins were looking to add on against Sam Coonrod up by a couple. Charles LeBlanc led off with a double. Joey Wendell pinch ran at second base. J.J. Bladea ground ball back up the middle. He was thrown out 6-3, to three, but the grounder got Wendell to third. Jacob Stallings then worked a walk. So with Marlins at the corners, went out in the eighth trying to add to their two-run lead. Brian De La Cruz. On 1-1, that's driven out toward left center. Schwarber's going back onto the track, makes the catch. Wendell tags, he's going to score. A sacrifice fly for Brian De La Cruz. He's knocked in four tonight, and the Marlins open up a 5-2 lead. For De La Cruz, his second four-RBI game in the major leagues. Had one August 13th of last year here at Lone Depot Park against the Cubs. Hit the three-run home run in the fourth inning tonight. The sack fly in the eighth. And the Marlins would carry a 5-2 lead into the ninth. They handed that lead to Dylan Floro. He got the first two outs quickly. Real Muto on a comebacker. Alec Bohm taking call, a call third strike. Two outs, nobody on. Bryson Stott singled. He took second base in defensive indifference. Man at second. Two down for Brandon Marsh. The 1-2 to Marsh. In the air. Right center going to fall in for a hit. Stott's going to score. It's a 5-3 game. Marsh is 4 for 4. He's knocked in a couple. And now Matt Veerling due, representing the tying run. And so, with Marsh at first and two outs, it was up to Veerling against Dylan Floro. Floro's ready. Another 2-2 to Veerling. Bouncing ball left side. Mickey has the big hop. Throws to first. Got him to end it. And the Marlins win it 5-3. They salvage the finale against the Phillies and finish the homestand at 3-5. Not an easy chance for Rojas. No, and it took that second hop. I don't know. For the Marlins tonight, five runs, seven hits, no errors, six left. For the Phillies, three runs, eight hits, no errors. They left five on base. 
Pablo Lopez, the winning pitcher, he's 9-10. Lopez, 6 and 2 thirds innings. Four hits, two runs. He walked one, struck out five. Allowed the home run to Schwarber. 95 pitches, 63 strikes. Noah Syndergaard, the loser, he falls to 9-10. and 10. Syndergaard, six innings, six hits, four runs. Walked one, struck out three. Allowed a couple of long balls. Through 82 pitches, 55 strikes. Dylan Floro surrendered a run, but got the final three outs for his fifth save of the year. Time of the game was three hours, two minutes. So the Marlins go 3-5 and five on the homestand against the Mets, the Rangers, and the Phillies. They improved to 59 and 85 on the season, now 29 and 43 at home. As for the Phillies, they see their five-game winning streak go by the boards tonight. They'd won seven of eight coming in, but the Marlins win it 5-3 to drop the Phils to 80 and 63 on the season. Phillies now head on to Atlanta for three games against the Braves this weekend. Marlins on to Washington. We'll see the Nationals 7:05 tomorrow, 4:05 Saturday, and 1:35 on Sunday. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, a total of seven strikeouts, $175. For the season, 1,260 Ks by Marlins pitchers, $31,500 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Nice bounce back win for the Marlins, their 59th victory of the season. Let's hear what the skipper, Don Mattingly, had to say afterwards. Well, Donnie, just starting with Pablo, you know, I know he was looking to bounce back after that tough one against the Mets. Uh, I just feel like everything kind of looked smooth out there for him tonight. It did. He was aggressive. I thought he got the ball, you know, enough tonight to the inner half trying to, you know, at least open up both sides of the plate. And uh, he did a nice job of doing that, being aggressive. Um, yeah, really nice tonight. Probably maybe his, you know, one of his better ones this year. Well, and how nice is that, too, to get that early run support? Pablo can kind of take some pressure off of himself. And, and just to, to have a lead early on in the ballgame, how important that is. Yeah, for sure. To, to have a little cushion, it's like not always one run where you can, you know, you can make a mistake and give up a run. And, and still survive that. So that was that was a good thing. And obviously, as we've seen, you know, we kind of needed everything we got tonight. Uh, they they are not going to stop, you know, trying to score. So a couple of home runs for uh, Dale Cruz over the last couple of days. I know when he went down to AAA, one thing you wanted him and guys like Jesus Sanchez to really focus on was having a plan at the plate and then being able to execute it. Do you feel like maybe some of those things he focused on? in triple-A have carried over to his big league at bats? Yeah, Taylor's look good. And uh, I don't think there's any doubt that he can hit here. It's a matter of, you know, the plan is probably your most in. You know, once you show that you can get the barrel to the the ball in the zone, then you got to basically you got to force him to get the ball in the zone. And Taylor uh, can do that, then he's going he's gonna to be effective. Very small sample size, but through three games, Jordan Groshan's your assessment. No, he's looked good, right? He's kind of made all the plays. Uh, you know, t- you, you can see he's kind of a little bit of an inside-out stroke. He pulls his hands in on that ball tonight. That's a tough ball to keep fair. That thing ran all the way back across the plate. He's looking like he's trying to go away, and it ran all the way across the plate. When a guy's able to pull his hands in like that and not hit a foul, uh, that's, a, that's a good sign. So that he's got a you know, ball he hit into right center. He hit good. So... I don't know if I said it last night or not, but I think this guy's a right center, left center guy, uh, and the power's going to come. He's 22 years old. If he'll just stay with the approach, keep working, as he starts to see guys more and more, it's when you really can open up the zone a little bit. He was a, a really high pick 
uh, back a couple of years. Is there, are there like tools you see with him that just like kind of? I mean, you see a good stroke, and you know? I mean, it, you know, once you get into the pro ball, it's like okay, who's doesn't matter where yeah. you're picked, you know. Um, but you know, he looks like he he throws good. He's got plenty of arm for third base, um, but the swing is good. Right, I, I think that's what you kind of see as much as anything. The swing is is kind of what you want. He's been able to get inside the ball. He's pretty direct. He's got a decent eye. All the things that you need uh, to be a good hitter here. It looks like he has. You know, then it's again. He's like the rest of them at that point. Does he put good plans together every day? Is he going to stay with an approach? Understand who he is. You know, those are all going to be important factors to his growth because. You know, the more they see him, they're going to find some holes and they're going to start coming. Uh, you know, maybe not this year, or, but whenever it is and they find it, they're coming. And that's really when you find out, you know, if you're going to be able to make those adjustments. Um, two, uh, two plays from the third inning. Uh, that lead off triple had probably been able to buckle down and. Uh, get through that inning with after a long How big was that for him to be able to do that? No, it's, it was, you know, obviously it's a momentum gainer for you. When you get that, give up that triple and then you're able to get out, you know, you kind of think you're going to give up one there, right? When, when that happens with nobody out, you feel like you're going to get one. But once you get the first guy, uh, and we were at the, you know, the tail end of their order, so we had a better shot of getting through that. Uh, they threw a nasty little change up to Sosa there. Uh, to punch him out, he threw, pounded him in twice with, with the two seamer. It looked like, uh, and then stayed in. He could have probably tried to elevate, but he stayed in there and threw the changeup down under. They did a nice job there, you know. And then you still got to get Schwarber out, but I think being being where we're at, once you get that first guy, it gives you a shot to get out of the inning. And uh, then uh, Birdie getting picked off. Um, did you get a chance to look at the replay and get an explanation of why the call was overturned? I have not got a chance to look at it. Um, our guy thought he was out. Um, so it's been, you know, it's one of the things that's gotten a little bit loose. It feels like at the end of the season here, we've gotten picked a few times. Uh, the base running's gotten a little bit loose. So we, you know, hopefully we can crack down and, and be a little more solid as, you know, through the end of the season. Donnie, more on a curiosity than anything, uh, I know you like how Tanner Scott's stuff plays against lefties and righties. Was there any thought to maybe leaving Oakert out there, knowing some lefties were coming up for the eighth, or, or were were you okay with the way things were going to line up, knowing Scott's been good against both righties and lefties? No, I would, we probably would have tried to leave Oki. He's been a little bit tender. Mm -hmm. He's got a couple of days off. We've pushed him. Um, I mean, you know, he hasn't really been as good lately. Mm -hmm. And we, we talked about him going one plus. If he gets the first guy out and it's clean and quick, we'd probably send him back out. Uh, but once he had to throw some pitches and work to get out of that inning, then we thought, see if give Tanner a clean inning and, and let him go. Uh, obviously, Tanner always makes you a little nervous whether you know if he's going to throw strikes or not. But you do know his stuff's good. If he, if he can get the ball in the zone, he's, he's got a pretty good chance of, of getting out of things. Yeah, we just get that solidness from... Tanner, Ogre, Florin, other guy that could be, you know, having those type of innings in the six, seven, eight, or nine later. So it's been huge in the amount of time that you've been using it, like the way last couple of weeks. So, say it again, I didn't quite understand yeah, the, the beginning I mean, of that. To have that solidness in, in that seven, eight, nine inning with 
uh, ochre counter and, and flora pitching the way they've been doing in the last couple of days? Yeah, I think over the course of the season, those guys have been pretty good. And I mean, you can't say we've been perfect or we're not, you know, that kind of bullpen, but uh, Oki's probably has been as reliable as anyone we have. You know, over the course of the season, Flo has really had a good second half. His stuff has ticked up. You know, he started off injured, injured early, and his stuff has ticked up. And and Tanner really has been, you know, I know he's blown some saves. He's saved quite a few, but he's also been pretty good when we got him out of that role. Uh, so, you know, you, we know where we're going, kind of, at the end. But, you know, again, they've they've did a pretty nice job overall for the year. Wendell's okay. Was he available to do more than pitch run today, or was it just? He probably could have. You know, they were they had him able to. You know, like if I any way I wanted to use him really, so I wasn't afraid to put him in the game. But I was really trying to stay away from him one more day. Uh, feel better about it, even though you know you you have some kind of abdomen and in that that area. You felt something two days ago. You know, if you take one swing and he has to get warmed up to do that, you know, you just felt like we'll get to tomorrow. We'll, you know, we'll have him in the lineup, and, and hopefully, that he's going to be fine. All right, so that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins victory over the Philadelphia Phillies to salvage a game in that three-game set last night. The Marlins are in Washington for a brief three-game road trip before coming back home next Monday against the Nationals tonight at 7.05 inside Nationals Park. Jesus Lazardo will go opposite of the right-hander Josiah Gray. We'll hit the air at 6.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.